If you work at a large or medium-sized business and you want to keep your job, with very narrow and limited exceptions, you're going to have to get vaccinated. Let's talk about it. Hey guys, welcome to the hashtag Get Real Woke podcast. I'm your host, Frederick D. Scott. I'm a private equity investor, business consultant, philanthropist, author, and contributing writer for Entrepreneur Magazine. I have over 15 years of experience in the finance industry, and I used to own an investment banking and advisory firm. Currently, I hold designations as a financial modeling and valuation analyst, capital markets and securities analyst, commercial banking and credit analyst, and I hold a diploma in Islamic finance as well. And today is hashtag Situation Saturday. This is the time during the week where I come on and take things that are going on relative to the business and finance uh, community. Uh, I bring them back to our community. I break them down so we can together hashtag make it make sense. Now, before I get into today's topic, I need everybody to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification, leave me a comment at the bottom of this episode to let me know what you think. And if you haven't already, definitely hit the join button if you're on an Android phone. And if you are on an iPhone, definitely hit the link in the description or the link pinned to the comments of this episode so you can join the hashtag real woke live chat community and become eligible to participate in the hashtag learn to earn cash giveaway where i give away a minimum of one thousand dollars every single month live right here on the hashtag get real woke podcast all right let's get into it today let's talk so about two days ago about two three days ago now uh President Biden issued a new executive order that has extended the mandate uh, for mandatory vaccination to companies that have 100 or more employees. Now, that mandate affects large companies and medium-sized companies. So pretty much most of your household names uh, in the United States will be required to uh, mandate vaccination uh, across the spectrum to their employees. Now, before I get into this, I want to make a disclosure and I want to put out something that I think is very, very important uh, before I get into this. So uh, I am not you know, going to bash this or, you know, I'm going to be maintain my neutrality uh, as much as I possibly can regarding this situation. I just kind of want to discuss it, lay out some thoughts, you know, and, and get some feedback from the community on this to see how the community feels. 
uh, full fair disclosure, I am fully vaccinated. So that being the case, you know, I, you know, took the position that it was, you know, the, the benefit outweighed the potential downside risk. And I went ahead after some long, long thoughts, studies and conversations, I went ahead and got vaccinated. So I am fully vaccinated. So I just want to put that out there for the record. However, however, I really want to look at this from a business standpoint. And I want to ask the first question. Let's let's ask a question here. So first of all, this new executive order that was issued by President Biden, you know, how does President Biden have the authorization to do this? Has President Biden overreached? So, you know, that is a raging debate right now. And what President Biden is using as the, what I would say, the legal framework to be able to issue such an executive order is the authority of the Occupation, uh, the occupation Health and Safety Administration. So OSHA, or what is also known as OSHA. So OSHA has the ability to require businesses, especially the large ones, to, to, to implement things that will protect the health, safety, and security of people that work there. So, you know, that, that can mean a lot of different things. And, and the interesting thing about it is, though what President Biden is doing has never been done before, you know, citing that OSHA ability and using it as the crux to issue something like this is, is a very, very, uh, well, to issue an executive order like this is, is a very, very unique uh, kind of situation, right? So no one's ever done it before. So the question becomes, is it challengeable in court? In my opinion, I think that potentially President Biden may have overreached or overextended uh, the definition, I think that, you know, uh, of what the OSHA's capabilities are. I think he's definitely stretched that, that capability, I think as far as, as, as he possibly could. And I think that he may have stretched it to the point to where there could be potential legal challenges here. Now, while there could be legal challenges here, and while, you know, because when you think about stuff like this, you got to think about the politics behind the situation too. And unfortunately, you know, COVID vaccination has become a very political thing. And, and so I, I believe that if it were challenged, you know, a Republican leaning Supreme Court would likely or, or possibly uh, strike this executive order down as unconstitutional. Uh, now, if it was a Democrat-leaning court, you know, it would likely go the other way where they would uphold the executive order and, and things would just kind of roll like they are. So there are some politics that, that go into this situation. However, just because something is challengeable doesn't mean that it will be challenged. Okay, so will a large company actually go out and challenge this executive order in court? Probably not. And the reason why that is, is because the overwhelming sentiment in most demographics is get vaccinated. And, and that's reflected in the amount of people that have been vaccinated 
so far. And so, you know, a company, a large company that would go out and challenge this in court would face a PR nightmare that they would likely not want to have to deal with. Moreover, you know, if you're a company that has a hundred or more employees, there's a good probability that you are publicly traded. And that means that your shares are available on the NASDAQ or the New York Stock Exchange uh, on, on, as a primary listing. Uh, you know, you likely have a primary listing. And so a, a PR, a challenge like that in court and, and the subsequent PR nightmare that would, would ensue would likely drive your stock price down. And driving your stock price down would not make shareholders very happy. And at the end of the day, boards of directors, senior executives want to continue to make their nice bonuses. And in order to continue to do that, you know, you have to continue to show growth in the share price uh, and growth in the overall company. So it would not be in the best interest overall for large companies to really push back on this executive order. And I think that's what the Biden administration uh, kind of, I think that's kind of what the Biden administration uh, kind of banked on is the fact that, you know, there's all these kind of underlying, you know, business factors and business realities that senior board, uh, boards of directors and senior management at these large companies kind of has to deal with. Right. And so they banked on the the unlikeliness of a large company pushing back on this mandate. Now, with that in mind. Does that mean that a, a medium-sized business may not go into court and, and push back on this? You know, that's a possibility because likely a medium-sized company may not be publicly traded. So they don't have the pressure of, you know, uh, dealing in the public markets and, and focusing so strongly on share price. You know, moreover, you know, with that in mind, they could likely, and there may be a middle, a medium-sized company that may push back on this a little bit and 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 challenge this this executive order, and that would be really interesting. Likely, if a medium-sized company were to do that, it would likely be a company that headquartered somewhere in the South uh, that has uh, you know strong Republican uh, leadership. You know, they're on the Republican side of things. And and just want to kind of, you know, they, they're just kind of anti-vaxxers and, and don't want to push this legislation or this this mandate on their employees. And so therefore they'll make a legal challenge. Now, with that in mind, let's consider another aspect. You have to remember that while this executive order was issued, private company companies are private. Like, I mean, even if they're publicly traded. I mean, these are not government entities at the end of the day. These are private companies. And so, you know, like there are some companies that will just quietly not do it. Now, there's a risk to that because, you know, if you are found to not, if you have over 100 employees as a business and you are found to not be complying with the mandate, uh, it's a $14,000 charge for each violation per this executive order. So you do run a risk of, of substantive uh, financial penalties, which would definitely affect the cash flow uh, and operating margin of your company. 
But there may be some companies that quietly say, hey, you know what? We're just not going to do it. And so what? Or they may just say, you know, we strongly recommend that you get vaccinated, but we're really not going to go as far as firing people if you don't, right? Now, mind you, if they try that, that's not something they would likely put in writing. That would be something that would just kind of quietly be whispered around at the water cooler. Because again, so when you're in a company that has over 100 employees or 100 and more employees, one of the things you got to worry about is the whistleblower. You always got to worry about the whistleblower, the person that will go to social media, call the press and expose companies' leadership for not enforcing the mandate because they believe in the vaccination. They want everybody to be vaccinated. They're scared, you know, a number of different things. So the company's not exactly complying to the fullest extent of the mandate. So here we go, whistleblowers, right? So that's a risk for companies as well. So overall, by far and by wide, I think most companies, majority of companies, and when I say majority, I think, you know, 97, 98, even as high as 99% of companies are just going to toe the line and force vaccination on their employees. Now, what happens to the employee? I want to talk about the other side of this. How does this, what happens to the employee? So basically what's going to happen here is if, if an employee is so anti-vaccination, uh, and decides that they're just simply not going to get vaccinated, they'll lose their job. You can be fired at this point and, and likely will be fired uh, for not getting vaccinated. And of course, that's going to affect your ability to provide for your family. So essentially, if you have a job and you know you need to pay your bills every month and it might be difficult for you to find another job without vaccination, the good probability is whether you like it or not, you're probably going to get vaccinated. And, you know, so let's ask the question, what are the exceptions to vaccination? So the exceptions to vaccination for employees is really simple. Uh, A, you have some sort of medical condition that would be exacerbated or made worse uh, if you got the vaccination and therefore you have a doctor's uh, letter and and documentation that would allow you to not get vaccinated or you have some sort of religious, uh, your religious beliefs uh, prohibit you from vaccination or, or are openly opposed to vaccinations. Now, let's talk about that religious belief. Because this does not mean, you know, okay, so for example, right, I'm a Muslim. I can't say that as a Muslim, I don't want to be vaccinated because that goes against my religious beliefs. It doesn't exactly work that way because, you know, at least, you know, in, in as a Muslim in Islam, there have already been uh, uh, what we call uh, Islamic rulings issued that that say that for overall, if it is for the overall betterment of health, you should get vaccinated. So I can't rely on a religious exemption now and say I'm not getting vaccinated because I'm a Muslim and we don't believe in vaccination because that's not true. And by far and by wide, majority of employees are not going to be able to rely on a a religious uh, a a 
a religious exemption. Why? Because in the United States, there are only two kind of mainstream religions that openly discourage vaccination. And that's the Church of Christ Scientist or, Christ, or what are known as Christian Scientist and the Dutch Reformed Church. These are the only two religions that openly oppose vaccination and openly state that their believers should not be vaccinated. Now, when you look at, you know, the the plethora of religions that we have in the United States uh, and you look at the mainstream religions, you know, the Christian scientists and the Dutch Reformed Church are definitely very small minorities when you consider the overall depth and scope of, of mainstream religions in the United States. Most people are Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, Hindu, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the reality of the situation is that, you know, very few people are going to legitimately be able to rely on a religious exemption to uh, prevent themselves from having to get vaccinated. So another question that, that people are wondering, and, and it's funny because I've actually gotten this question already from uh, several people that, that I know, which is, okay, if my company fires me for not getting vaccinated, can I sue the company for wrongful termination? In majority of states in the United States, the answer to that question is no. Because not being fired for not being vaccinated when in a, a executive order, a, a United States presidential executive order has been issued uh, that requires the employer to mandate vaccinations, especially because we're in a pandemic, you refusing to get vaccinated would not be considered a covered class for labor claims for wrongful termination. So that's first and foremost, right? So let's consider that. Secondly, most states in the United States are at will states. So that means that you continue to work at that company at will and the employer continues to employ you at will. And while there are procedures generally in most states per their labor boards for how you go about terminating even at-will employees, at the end of the day, a refusal to vaccinate is definitely uh, going to be grounds for termination and is not something that you are going to be able to legally challenge in court. So I wanted to put that out there and share that so you kind of understand that. So the net effect is this, right? If you have a job that requires you to come into the office over and you work for a company that has over 100 employees, and that's the other thing. See, you could be, you know, primarily remote or 100% remote, but you just happen to work at a large company that has over 100 or more employees and still be required to get vaccinated and still get fired if you don't. If you don't provide that proof of vaccination, you can still get fired. So that's the interesting thing about it. Being a remote employee does not preclude you if you work at a company that has over, a, a, well, 100 or more employees. Being a 100% remote employee does not 
preclude you from getting vaccinated. You're still going to have to get vaccinated. You're still going to have to show your company that you got vaccinated and your failure to comply with the mandate will likely end in your termination. So here's the reality, right? Most companies at this point, majority, like I got majority of companies at this point to even apply, you know, when you apply, you go through the interview. One of the questions at this point is, are you vaccinated? Heck, you know, when I go to in the state of New York right now, when I go to eat at a restaurant, when I go to do anything like that, you know, they're requiring me to show them that I've received at least one dose of the vaccination. Now, this executive order has passed and well, it hasn't passed. It's just been signed. Right. Because there's no passing on an executive order. The president just signs it. And there you go is what it is now. So this executive order has been signed. Does that mean that you can be fired today, yesterday, tomorrow? Likely not. Likely, you know, there is a time frame by which your company will give you to get the first dose of the vaccination, two weeks, 30 days, 60 days, whatever the company's policy ends up becoming surrounding this issue, right? Uh, so, so there's that. So you're going to have some time. But I think what I want to talk about, and, and another thing that I want to to kind of touch on, you know, with this is corporate culture, right? So those people that are not vaccinated, of course, now at this point, that is going to be something that's pretty well known around the company. While medical conditions, medical issues, things of that nature are generally confidential uh, pieces of information that HR can't pass out. Unfortunately, people are human, right? And so, you know, when, as being human, we are subject to uh, our emotions, our feelings, things of that nature. At a company that has more than 100 employees, it's likely that, you know, if you're not vaccinated, this is going to get around. You know, if you have been a staunch anti-vaxxer, people know that, people remember that, right? So, Let's talk about the 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 breakdown in corporate culture and morale, because now people will know, hey, this person's not vaccinated, uh, you know, especially if the company's talking or not the company, but certain people in the company are talking. This gets around a little bit. You know, people that are vaccinated that are afraid of getting COVID are going to be very standoffish towards people that are not vaccinated and not interested in being vaccinated up to the time that they get terminated. So this can cause a, 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 a corporate culture issue. It can also cause a morale issue because at the end of the day, if I'm an employee that doesn't want to get vaccinated, you know, and now I know my job is on the line and I'm likely going to lose my job because I'm just not getting vaccinated, bottom line, period. You know, then the question becomes, okay, if this person has been a hard, productive worker for your company, are they going to continue to be so knowing that they're going to be terminated shortly because they refuse to be vaccinated? Now, while that may be a small, a small percentage of people in the company, it still causes a problem. Like it's, it may be a small problem that's overcomable by simply just hiring somebody that is vaccinated that can produce to the same level or better. But at the end of the day, we got to think about this. Right. So we got to we got to think about that. Like, I think that, you know, is an unintended consequence of, of this. And, and while a small consequence, definitely an unintended consequence of this potential situation. You know, so at the end of the day. You know, I just wanted to, at least for, for my viewers, I wanted to clarify, you know, uh, a couple of things about, you know, this situation. 
and kind of lay it out plainly for you so you could understand it and understand that, you know, at this point, you know, various federal and state agencies are doing whatever they can to get people to get vaccinated. And they are tightening uh, the, I guess you could say the proverbial noose more and more and more and more to force people into positions to get vaccinated. Because at the end of the day, I mean, the Delta variant is, it's dangerous. Like, and, and yes, people can be affected and people have died from the Delta variant. You know, the government is doing what it can to try to, you know, limit uh, a serious spike in deaths in the United States because of COVID. Uh, and the new variant, especially going into the winter. And I can understand that, right? But a, a part of me also thinks that people should have the right to choose too. People should choose whether they want to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. A part of me feels that way. But at the end of the day, you know, I think that the government's position is that we're not going to, you know, sacrifice the many uh, for the few that don't want to get vaccinated. Because, you know, at this point, surveys show that across the United States, an overwhelming majority of people do believe and support in, uh, support, believe in and support vaccination and have been going out to get vaccinations. Now, what I will note, uh, is that there is a lower vaccination rate, uh, amongst disenfranchised communities of color, but even, you know, that is improving as well. So I think people are starting to get on board and we'll get more on board with this situation overall, because at the end of the day, it has now become a, you know, eat or don't eat situation, employed or not employed situation. And with PUA now over, you know, stimulus checks now over, you know, rent moratorium was overturned. You know, there are just a lot of different, you know, convergence of circumstances right now where people are going to have to get up that have not had to get up for a year and a half, go out, go to an interview, get a job. And at this point, if you're expecting to be hired, you know, you're going to have to demonstrate that you have at least one dose of that vaccination. So I think that, you know, when I really think about it, and it, it's funny because this just came to my mind right now, you know, when, when I really think about it, you know, the Biden administration's timing on this executive order was very, very timely because, you know, knowing that people have to go back to work, you know, uh, knowing that people are going to have to generate an income to be able to continue to support themselves and their families issuing an executive order like this on the back of, of, of PUA ending and, 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 and stimulus checks ending and rent moratoriums being overturned and things of that nature. I mean, it is pretty timely because, you know, it, it it's going to force people to have to get vaccinated. It's going to put people in a position to where either I'm going to get vaccinated or I'm going to start a business and see how I can do with that. Or, I'm just going to be unemployed and see what I can do with that. Right. So, you know, those are the three choices at this point. Right. So I, I just wanted to kind of share this with everybody and, and, and give my thoughts on it, you know, point to the reasons why they, and, and, and the basis for why this executive order was written and, 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 you know, what the kind of legal thought process was behind this. 
you know, how this could potentially affect businesses, what businesses may or may not do. I just kind of wanted to put my overall thoughts on it and just kind of give you a little bit of an understanding of kind of how this is playing out and, and what this means for uh, employees and, and what this is going to mean for, you know, the, the country moving forward. Um, I also wanted to, you know, I, I wanted to lay out that that whole point about not being able to sue your employer uh, if you get terminated. Uh, so I hope everybody learned something. I hope everybody kind of understands this executive order uh, a little bit better and understands, you know, where their recourses may or may not be uh, and all of that. Uh, so guys, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope you learned something. I always enjoy coming on, speaking to you guys. You know, if you like the content, you know, support the podcast by hitting the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification. Definitely leave me, definitely leave me a comment at the bottom of this episode. Let me know what you think. And if you haven't already, definitely hit that join button. So you, or if you're on an i uh, on an Android phone, definitely hit the join button. If you're on an iPhone, definitely the link in the description or the link uh, pinned to the comments of this episode, so you can become a member of the hashtag Real Woke Live Chat community and become eligible to participate in the hashtag Learn to Earn Cash giveaway, where I give away a minimum of one thousand dollars every month live right here on the hashtag get real woke podcast guys i appreciate you so much you know and until the next hashtag situation saturday i'm out